This dear woman, a daughter of Abraham, has been held in bondage by Satan for 18 years. Isn't it right that, she's be, that she be released even on the Sabbath? This shamed his enemies, but all the people rejoiced at the wonderful things he did. So God healed the lady who was bound by Satan for 18 years. I want to clearly show you that it's not God who, who wills to put sickness and disease on people. And then people go to the old, people don't understand dispensations of time. This is the dispensation of grace. We are in the church age. Say the church age. People will read the Old Testament and see how people were slain and God came and there was wars and whole armies were killed. And they think God is in a, in a time and season where he's just taking people out left and right. No. God's not interested in that. God's interested in bringing you life and life more abundantly in this age. God is a righteous judge. He is. But this is the church age. This is the age. What is life? Life is the period of time that people have to determine whether or not they're going to they're gonna go to heaven or hell. Say grace. We're in a period of grace right now. Where God wants people to be saved. The Bible says that God's willing that nobody perishes, but everybody receives eternal life. Does that mean everybody will? No. But it means the period of time we're in right now is for people to be saved. God said, I'm not tarrying, but to for more people to be saved. God, the reason why Jesus hasn't come back yet, do you know there's no prophecy that's standing in the way for the rapture of the church right now? There's nothing else that has to be done. Up until, There used to be prophecies that had to be fulfilled before Jesus came back. There's nothing else in the way. The next thing that's going to happen is the church is going to get raptured up out of here. There's nothing else in the way. And so why, why hasn't it happened yet? Because God wants people to be saved. God wants people to be saved. God loves people. Hallelujah. I want you to turn uh, back to the book of Matthew. Chapter 9. We're going to read a couple more stories on healing by faith. Chapter 9, verse 18. As Jesus, maybe I'll give you a second. I'm used to teenagers who they're on their phone and it's like, boop, boop, boop. I'm there. As Jesus was saying this, the leader of a synagogue came and knelt before him. My daughter has just died, he said. But now watch this. But you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hands on her. What is that called? Faith. When something bad happens in our life, the first response usually is fear. And then people start praying out of fear. God's not answering a fear-driven prayer. Because God doesn't respond to fear. God responds to faith. Jesus, help me. My daughter has just died, he said, but you can bring her back to life again if you just come and lay your hands on her. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Just then a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up behind him. 
She touched the fringe of rope. This says, for she thought, but that's not a good translation of this scripture. A better translation would say, this is New Living, a better, is that what it says on this one? Oh, she touched the fringe of his robe next. For she thought. No, it says she came to him saying. She came to him saying. Say this, there's no power in my thought life until it comes into agreement with my speaking. You have to activate your faith by speaking, not thinking. I told the Kickstart class this. One time I was in the hospital and somebody reached out to me and they said, hey, hey, just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. I said, please don't. You're wasting your time. Your thoughts can't do anything for me. But if you want, you can declare the word of God over my life and I'll, and I'll be healed. Pray for me. Say this, thinking doesn't have power, but prayer has power. There's life and death in the power of your thoughts. Nope. There's life and death in the power of your tongue, and those that love it will eat its fruit. For she thought, if, I, if she, she came to him saying, if I can just touch the hem, I'm going to read it here because I won't get lost. If I can just touch his robe or the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Say made whole. Hallelujah. Sometimes you, people wonder, why do you read certain versions and like what's the difference? There are certain versions that are just better. Like to be healed means that the, the sickness stopped. To be made whole means that everything that it affected is healed, made whole. Like people with leprosy, right? They're, um, they're seven. Who, how many was there that came to Jesus to get healed? Twelve? Twelve lepers? Was there 12 lepers? Help me out. I think there was 12. 10 lepers. It was 10. Praise the Lord. Thanks for your help. 10, 10 people with leprosy came to Jesus, and Jesus heals them, and one of them turned around and said, thank you. One of them thanked God for healing them, and the Bible says, because you came and praised me, you will be made whole. Because of your praise, I'm making you whole. What does that mean? The leprosy is a disease that is in your body that eats away at your body parts physically. And so you could have a missing arm. It's eating away at your stomach. I don't know. It's gross. So the nine got healed of leprosy. No more is that disease going to eat their body. But the one that came and thanked him got new body parts. Only one was made whole. So that lady, the Bible says she came to him saying, and she pressed through the crowd, which was pressing on every side. That means there was so many people that no matter what you were doing, Jesus was feeling people pushing on him the whole time. And then she reaches out and touches his robe, and, and Jesus turns around and said, who touched me? And his disciples said, what are you talking about who touched you? There's people around about you on every side. Everyone's touching you. He said, no, somebody deliberately touched me. In other words, somebody touched me with their faith. I felt healing virtue leave my body and go into them. Say faith. She didn't just touch him. She touched him with faith.
the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things. I'm not going to get something that I hope. When I touch him, I hope it works. I hope it works. No, I know. I came to him saying, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. Forget him. Forget his hands. Forget that. If I can touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. And in those days, you would have got stoned just to be outside of the colony where they held lepers. You got to follow the government. If you don't follow exactly what the government tells you to do, you're, you're not a Christian. She came out of her colony that she was supposed to be in to touch him. And it's not about being rebellious. It's about following God. We're not rebellious. We follow the Lord, amen? And you're not going to be afraid. We're not going to have fear. Our actions in life are not going to be fear-driven, but faith-driven. You have to live your life according to faith. She was made whole. So that's, that's by her faith reaching out to touch Jesus. Now watch this. When Jesus returned, oh, by the way, Jesus is on his way to heal somebody who's dead. And this lady, what an interruption. Praise the Lord. When Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in his bed, paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. Now watch this faith. But the officer said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word. So he, by his faith, he's, he's upping Jesus' ante. Oh, yeah, I know you could come and touch him and be healed, but I'm a Roman officer and I understand how authority works. Just say the word. Say this with me. Say one word is all I need to have divine health and divine healing in my life. Oh, but the pastor couldn't make it to the hospital. Call him. Hey, send the word. Your life is not in anybody else's hands. Jesus took the keys of death, hell, and the grave from Satan. Your life, your eternity is in nobody else's hands. You only need him. Can you say amen? People get offended over weird stuff. So don't get offended. Amen. We do want to come pray for you, though. If you're in the hospital. But if it ever like doesn't happen, doesn't mean the pastor hates you. You're the scum of the earth. No. Say my my life is not in anybody else's hands. I belong to Jesus. And guess what? Jesus is in the hospital room with you. 
If you would just open up your eyes in the spirit, you might see him standing there. Woo. There's a boy in Tampa. His parents right now, they are the, the deans of the school that they have there, the Bible school. And their son, he didn't, he was mute. Like most of his life, he was mute and he didn't speak. He, he had issues mentally. Things were going on. Sorry, I don't mean to be crude. Whatever you call it. I'm not saying they have problems. There was just something going on in his head mentally that he had struggles. And he, they're in a service, and he, he, comes, he runs up to his parents at the end of the service. He's like, Mommy, Daddy, Mommy, Daddy, I'm, how you doing? Now? He's all excited. The parents start freaking out. He doesn't speak, but he's speaking perfectly to them. And then they say, what happened? What happened? And he said, the man, he came over and he touched me. He came and touched me. And when he touched me, I saw this thing leave me. I feel better, mommy. And then they said, yes, that's Dr. Rodney. He said, no, not Dr. Rodney. That's Dr. Rodney. The man in white, he came over and he touched me and I was made whole. And then he said to them, Mom and Dad, why have you been ignoring me my whole life? And they said, what are you talking about? He said, I'm talking to you every day, and you're not listening. You're not responding to me. So the kid in his mind thinks that he's having a conversation and everybody's just not talking to him. But he was bound by Satan. So what does Satan want you to think? He wants you to think that those people can't be healed. Well, I've got news for you. Healing is the children's bread. Healing is for everyone. You got to have faith. People are walking out of here healed today. Some of you, if you just check your body right now, it's already happened. Because I already sent the word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Where, <laughs> ah, Jesus. All right, here we are. How did the page turn? Must be windy in here. I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. I know this because I'm under the authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go or come and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. Can, can we get ready shortly uh, to sing Here Comes the Glory again? Just, just a heads up. All right. Dang, I had a place. All right. I tell you the truth. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus! Squirrel. <laughs> when Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. And I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world, from the east and the west, and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast in the kingdom of heaven. 
But many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, go back home, and because you believed, it has happened. Because you believed. Why? Because God's good? No. Because you believed. Because you believed. Say, God's a healer. Say, God is a divine healer. Sickness comes from the devil. Healing comes from God. Hallelujah. Shikare basotor endisi ekere fare patoso. Rindel endisi ekere. Remando rembarisi fale parantioko. Jesus. Jesus, I thank you right now for the Holy Ghost. I want you, if you pray in the Holy Ghost, begin to pray right now all over this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to do something quickly, and then we're going to go into, uh, uh, I want to pray for people to be healed today. But I want, right now, every head bowed and every eye closed. If you're in this place, and you've never given your life to Jesus, you can't remember a time that you called on the, the name of Jesus to come into your life, and you can't remember a time that you've been saved, where you've made an exchange with Jesus as your Savior and received eternal life. Or number two, you've done that at one point, but you've grown cold. Maybe a storm came against your life. Something caused you to back up. And you know you're not on fire for God as you once were. And you want to recommit your, co- your life to Jesus. Or number three, you, you know you're saved, you gave your life, oh, I'm sorry, you gave your life to Jesus, you know you've prayed the prayer, but the devil's lying to you and telling you you're not saved. If you fit into any one of those three categories, I want to pray with you right now. Don't be, don't be shy, be bold. If you're in this place and you fit into any one of those three categories, I want to pray with you. Just slip your hand up right now. I want to see your hands if that's you all over this place. Anybody? I see your hand right there. I see your hand at the back. Anybody else? I want you to look at me quickly. I see your hand right there, ma'am. God bless you. I see your hands. I want this section here to look at me. You didn't raise your hand, but you want to be included in the prayer that I'm going to pray. I want you to slip your hand up now if that's you. I see your hand. Anybody right here, you didn't, I see you. Anybody else in this section right here, I see your hand. It doesn't matter how old. Do you know that people have given their life to Jesus as early as three, four, five years old? The Holy Ghost is not a respecter of age. He's a respecter of faith. If you're in here right now and you raised your hand, I want you right now to come out from where you are and meet me at the altar and we're going to pray. Come. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Don't let God hold you. I mean, don't let the enemy hold you back. Come up here quickly. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's give them a hand as they come, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. What a good day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that today is the day of salvation. 
Thank you, Lord, for all of these that have come forward right now. I want you guys, as you're up here, I'm going to give you the words to say. Not because this is the only way that you can pray to receive Christ, but because it helps those that may not understand how to pray. I want to give you the words to say, and I want you to say them. Believe them in your heart and pray them out of your mouth. And if you're serious with God, he's serious with you. He loves you. He sees you. He loves you so much. So lift your hands right now up here and say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died for my sins. He rose again. And you said in your word that if I believe and I confess with my mouth that he is Lord, I will be saved. So Jesus come into my heart. I'm sorry for my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me new. Fill me with your Holy Spirit so I'll never be the same again. Now those of you that came forward, say this so every devil can hear you. Say, I'm saved. I'm forgiven. God is my Father. Heaven is my home. And I won't turn back. In Jesus' name. I'm just going to come and pray for you quickly. Lift your hands. Father, I thank you right now that you keep them until the day of Jesus' coming. I thank you, Father, that not one of them will be missing on that day. In Jesus' name. Jesus, right now. Fill. 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 Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. In Jesus' name. She Filled right now. Yeah. Let that go right through you. Power in Jesus' name. Power of the Holy Ghost right now. Power. Yep, there's healing in the same package. All of you guys, there's healing in the same salvation package. Be healed right now. And everything that's not of God, I command it to let go now in Jesus' name. Be free. Be free. Be free by the anointing. Now, free. You come out. You come out. Everything that's not of God, loose her now. In Jesus' name. Fire of the Holy Ghost in her belly. Lord, even that which she grew up in as a little girl, let that fire come back into her. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, right now. Jesus. Woo! Yeah, receive that now. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that you used this little one in her generation to be mighty. Thank you that you have rare gifts that are going to cause her to be a blessing to her generation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, give them a hand. Give Jesus a hand. Hallelujah. If you guys will just come right this way. If you want to stay up here, that's fine. Uh, if you want to come this way and M Pastor Mike just wants to talk to you for a moment. Now this is what we're going to do. If you're in this place and there has been any doubt in your heart against healing, that's gone. Praise the Lord by the word of God. Faith begins where the will of God. Who has faith in this room that God's a divine healer? Come on. Does he prove it by his word? 
So if you're in here right now, anybody in this room, you have any sort of sickness, any disease in your life, I don't care if it is fibromyalgia is getting healed today in Jesus' mighty name. I feel that in my spirit. I don't know who that is. Any autoimmune disease is getting healed today in Jesus' name. Made whole. Sugar diabetes getting healed. Cancer healed in Jesus' name. If you're in this place and you have anything in your body that you need healing, I want you to come out of your seat now and meet me at the altar. We're going to pray. Come. Don't be shy. Come receive your healing today. Healing is the children's bread. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, you reach out by your faith. You come to him saying, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. You opened up my eyes to so much more. I saw the ceiling shatter. The moment you came down and hit the floor. My failure didn't matter. You, you made impossible, possible. You, you made So